0: Hello, and welcome to q Quest episode 337. I'm your host, Mike Apps. Terrible at this. And with me, as always... Chaos! David O'Perny, family
1: master.
2: And trying new and unusual fruits in Japan, Michael Baker, <laughs> Kajima no Kitari. That's, uh... Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, new and unusual fruits. No, um... One of... One of the... My, uh, I guess a neighbor, he he lives in the house across the street from my apartment building and we've kind of been nodding at each other for the last seven years now as I take the school and he's just standing out there smoking. <laughs> it's a very polite relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this old guy is likely in his 60s, possibly 70s by this point, and he just he's always just standing out in front smoking and he's got this nice fruit tree in the front, and this year for New Year's he just decided to give me one. That's oh. very sweet. The fruit in question is called Banpeyu, which hmm. is it's a member of the citrus family.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It tastes like a sweet grapefruit. It is literally the size of my elementary school daughter's head.
4: It's this is not enough,
2: this though. is not an idle <laughs> estimate, no, we actually held it up and compared, and it is about the size no. of her head.
1: No, I believe you.
2: <laughs> yeah. It is the single largest member of the citrus family. Huh. By a wide margin. Yeah, and the, the, the raw, and the peel is about literally an inch thick, all around. You
1: just um, zest it; it's perfect. <laughs>
2: yeah, but thankfully it pulls apart really easily, and it is in fact good to eat. Unlike the uh, yuzu that we got last week, um, which is <laughs> super sour. Yuzu is not meant for act- for direct consumption. It's yeah. It's I would imagine you
1: usually like juice that and then dilute it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or um the lady who gave it to us actually told my younger daughter that, oh, you can cut it in half and put it in the bath water. So she insisted on doing it that evening. Of course. Uh,
1: No escape.
2: Yeah, but Japan's got literally a dozen different varieties of citrus.
1: And most of them are
2: edible. Most (laughs) of them are edible.
1: (laughs) I'm terrified of the inedible citrus. I don't usually think of inedible citruses.
2: Oh no, it's um one that we tried that and is definitely not good to eat is uh, it's called Dai Dai.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's actually um, if you actually look for a native Japanese word for the color orange, it's named after this fruit. Mm. Yeah. Normally they, they just
1: those... <laughs> Yeah, normally yeah, they yeah, just
2: normally you... they just say orange ito. But if if you look in the crayon box it's die dairo.
1: <laughs> Tradition.
2: Yeah and it's the orange that they use for new year's decorations because oh
1: that would explain why you would just use it as a decoration cuz why the fuck would you eat yeah. this
2: <laughs> yeah uh, no but i mean it's also got this nice symbol um like symbolic thing going on because if you leave the if you leave the fruit on the tree it mm-hmm. will unripen huh if it's not picked during the right season it will go back to green and wait for the next year
1: fascinating
2: so um Which is part, I mean, I think it's part of partly how it gets its original Chinese name, which is, again, Dai Dai. Mm -hmm. Because it's, um... It doesn't use the same symbols, but it's a homophone for basically generation after generation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would work. Yeah. But yeah, it was never never bred to be edible. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas things like Obosu and Yuzu and, um... Sudachi mm-hmm. are edible as long as you consider them garn as long as you consider garnishes edible.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Not directly. It's like sucking limes <laughs> and lemons. It's, I mean, I mean, they are lemons and limes, basically, just different variations.
1: Mm-hmm. Even more sour. Yes.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yes. I, I've attempted.
1: Well, <laughs> Uh, so, what have we been up to this week? What have we been? What have we been doing?
2: Well, last night I got to the final boss of Star Ocean 2. Nice. In
1: Delicio.
2: Hmm. No, Gabriel.
1: He, it was In Delicio in the original English translation for some reason.
2: I'm assuming that's because they just they did not want the 10 wise men to all be obviously named after biblical. Languages. Yeah, they,
1: they they changed all of their names, but Indelicio is one of those names. It's like, I don't know where this name came from. It's kind of cool sounding, but I have no idea where you p- plucked it from.
2: Yep. Well, Anyway, he kicked my butt, and I went for the retry option after jiggering with some stuff, and then the game crashed. Oops. Hmm. Haven't had that issue yet.
0: Hmm.
2: Yep. Don't know why it happened this time, but um, in the process of messing around with stuff, I realized that I had not actually gone through the little side quests menu on the on the mm. uh, ads menu for a long time, and I had not realized that there was more than just the beginner page.
1: Yeah, there's tons more. There's so many.
2: Yeah, so um, I, I went, ended up redeeming about 50 more of those quests, um, getting lots of money, lots of yeah. Now you have infinite, infinite money, space. basically. Yeah, but pretty much. Um, And I've just been wandering around the 8th and ninth floor of the final level uh, with Bodyguard at max.
1: Yeah, that'll just, like, shoot you up.
2: (laughs) And I have passively gained 16 levels on Claude so far.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, Uh, all those little side quest things gave me a couple extra things to spend BP on, which is nice. Nice. Because those things include um, increased damage to enemy shields and break damage limit. So. Yeah,
1: those are super useful.
2: Yeah. So I've got three out of my four party members are maxed out on those. And a mm-hmm. mate primarily a healer, so she doesn't need them. So, um... Yeah. Probably as soon as I finish lunch, I'm gonna go back and just kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Yep. If I'm a you... good 16 levels higher than I was last time.
1: <laughs> There's a... For, for, for true Echoes, there is a way to boost his level as well. But you probably missed the chance.
2: Um, what the final boss?
1: Yeah, the final boss.
2: It's only available after you beat him once and have a save game.
1: Oh, did they change that? I swear that that, was, because there was no. I, I, uh, already checked post-game. it out.
2: Um, um, yeah, the uh, virtual, the, the VR expel, and the ability to unlock Gabriel's 1.2 million hit point version. Um. Mm-hmm are Available after, um, on a save game after you beat them once.
1: Yeah, originally, but, since the game had no post game, they just made it so that if you touched the final save point, you could do it. But yeah. I guess they must have changed that.
2: Well, I mean, possibly still, but not according to, not by the wording that I saw for the current game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, either way, um, yeah, um, I could technically do that because I could just go it back to centropolis and get that second event going
4: mm-hmm.
2: because apparently the, one that, a... the event that you miss is on expel and i know yeah, i got that if one. you don't
1: yeah if you don't get the one in, in correct then it just it's gone but...
2: but yes speaking of one of many dropped threads anyway one moment I got a phone call um you you guys talk amongst yourselves i'm gonna mute my mic
1: gotcha so what
0: are you even buying wheels. Uh, I'm playing some Mario and Rabbids this week. Nice. I love that game. First it's second. still un- underappreciated. Oh, fuck. Oh, I may just switch over to streaming that, actually. Uh, but yeah, that continues to be uh, awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, I assume you I, mean sparks of hope. Yes, and I really like that you can you can take Mario out of the party because it gives you more options as to who you actually bring into any battle. Mm. It's just kind of goofy fun. I don't know. Looking forward to playing more of that. And I also try to dig more into, in the same vein, Persona 5 Tactica, mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: which is still has a slow beginning, but seems like it'll be a lot of fun once you dig into the, the meat of the game.
2: I was going to say, it is Persona tradition to have a very slow start. It's true. Mm
1: -hmm. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I'm going to briefly digress to hit something that Fireminer brought up in the chat, simply because it's something I can answer off the top of my head. You would think Mm -hmm. with all the mob connections, there would have been a GTA clone based on Las Vegas. There almost was. It was in development at Midway, uh, or a company contracted by Midway at the time called Surreal Software. Uh, When Midway went out of business, they spent... Um, forty million dollars on it. It was called "This Is Vegas." Uh, But yeah, yeah,
2: that should have worked quite well.
1: Yeah, I can I can see how it would have worked, and the company that made it probably could have mostly pulled it off, but they ran out of money before that could happen. (laughs) I believe the issue came came about that like. Technically, Warner Brothers purchased it when they got most of Midway's Earthly Remains, but they weren't interested in paying the amount of money it would take to finish it.
2: but I was going to say, poss- that would possibly be the first GTA to not have it on an island. <laughs> because you could conceivably just make it, if you go too far out into the desert, you just die of dehydration.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Speaking of cancelled things, it's fascinating to me to find out that... Uh... Among the many things that have been hacked out of uh, leaked code over the past few months, uh, someone, uh, one of the Rockstar hacks, produced evidence that they did in fact work on a Grand Theft Auto Tokyo at one point.
0: Huh. Mm Hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: It was, uh, like, by at one point I mean PS2 era. Huh. Oh. Yeah, which I'm I'm curious, like when they would have even attempted such a thing, because their plate was already really fucking full at that point. Which would explain why it never happened. Yeah, I presume that's a big reason for why it didn't happen. Uh, but it is it is fascinating to think, like, because that that was the period where it's like, oh, Rockstar is going to produce a game almost every year, uh, and that is now Rockstar is going to produce a game. Uh, some branch of Rockstar may produce a game once every five years.
4: Uh, yeah, it was it's fascinating so. to me. It was, it was
1: interesting it's interesting because it was one of those things where it's like, that would be interesting to see a Grand Theft Auto game that did hmm. not take place in the US. What would that look like? And apparently, someone at Rockstar is like, yeah, what would that look like? And then they stopped.
2: <laughs> it would be uh, interesting to see it like a GTA Yakuza mashup.
1: Yeah, I'm sure whatever it would produce would have actually ended up just being heinously offensive, but it would have been fascinating. Hmm. Huh. I mean, honestly,
2: it probably would have been heinously offensive in a way that the Japanese would find it hilarious.
1: I'm just imagining, because at the time, Capcom was publishing their games in Japan, and I'm just imagining Capcom localizing that into Japanese. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I uh, just just wanted to bring that up since I was thinking about canceled uh, GTA style games in cities that were not exploited for that uh, purpose. Yeah, I mean, otherwise,
2: what could you do? Like, um, now, I'm, now I'm imagining a video game spinoff of the Taxi series from France.
4: <laughs> what cipher is this? Uh,
1: Reminds me that they were yeah, doing I'm... a new Crazy Taxi. I'm excited for a new Crazy Taxi. But, uh,. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, so, uh, Wheels is playing Persona Five Tactica, uh, or at least trying. Uh, and Marion Rabbit's uh, Sparks of Hope. I think. <laughs> I assume Sparks of Hope. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. There's not. It, yeah. There's a. I mean, there's a ton of content at this point to dig into that game too, because like all the DLC is out, including some. Yeah, there's
1: like the thing. Rayman DLC. Yeah.
0: So, That's cute. Fun to yeah. see him
1: come back. There's, there are always Rayman games that like no one, n- no English speaker has ever played. Uh, I, I say only in mild exaggeration, because it's like, how many human beings played Rayman Brain Games or uh, Rayman by his fans? Hmm.
0: Uh,
1: how many people know those uh,
0: games exist? Yeah, the funny thing is, I can't tell if you're making up any of these.
1: Yeah, or uh, Rayman Rush.
0: If you just threw threw one in there that's totally fake, I'd have no idea.
1: I I always think, I'm always tempted to do so, but at the same time, like, there's no need to. I can just keep... It's way funnier if I just pull out things that do exist. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rayman, by his fans, was a... uh, I believe it was eventually packaged into a giant colossal pack of Rayman levels called Rayman Forever that was... Either that, or I might have that the backwards. Because basically, there was a Rayman level creator that was released in, uh... I, 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 it was a PC game, I think. I can't imagine that it w- I think it was only released in Europe, but I'm not sure. Uh, but basically, eventually, they took some of the levels that were submitted via that creator and packaged them together and sold them, and that's what Rayman by his fans was. Hmm. Uh, I can't imagine what kind of depraved bullshit is uh, in terms of difficulty balancing exists in a Rayman One fan game. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone else here has put significant time into Rayman One.
2: No, I've,
0: I've played a bit of it, and it was—it it felt is. like a wonky European platformer
1: i wouldn't call it wonky it's very it's very very precise but it's mean as shit for no real reason yeah uh i believe that the official word from developers who worked on it was that uh the programmers were the testers and that meant that they had no eye for difficulty balancing whatsoever yeah that's not good
2: it's marginally worse than having the programmers also be the voice acting staff.
1: Uh, but yeah, so, so that game is brutally hard. Uh, like, uh, in a deranged fashion. Uh, and then, to to imagine fan levels. Notorious for being made... By people who have mastered the original and declared it to not be hard enough in any context, I fully believe that they might be that there are probably levels on that that are just psychotically
0: difficult. <laughs>
1: <sighs> but yeah, uh, sorry that was that was your Rayman digression. My apologies.
2: I mean, it's not a common digression to have. It's nice to have some variety. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, I guess, uh, Gaijin, did you want to talk? Did you have more to talk about about what about what you were playing before you were interrupted by that call? Um. Nothing that really
2: wasn't said last time. Um, gotcha. Yeah, just basically yeah, it's like feels like they took two different plot concepts and mashed them together with a huge explosion in the middle and I've lost count kind of the number of dropped plot threads in this game. <laughs> so
1: it's uh less less confusing than uh then Star Ocean One's running out of cartridge space, but still not exactly coherent. It wasn't really what tri h was good at, and when they finally tried to address all their plot threads in three, you wish they hadn't. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. It's but, just it's um yeah um it feels like they had like three or two or three or possibly four different games worth of interesting ideas that they probably should have actually put into three or four different games um so um the the last thing i could point out is that star ocean 2 is a game that does not have a central antagonist and that's kind of weird
1: yeah you you fight the 10 wise men but they don't they are not movers and shakers in this plot
2: (laughs) no aside from just being the inevitable threat at the end it's the closest the game comes to having a centralized antagonist is that again dollar store devil man guy who shows up three times. Actually, does a pretty good job as a base antagonist and then completely disappears. So
1: I mean, yeah, you beat him up. Yeah. Yep. Um, I can
2: probably go into way too much specific specifics on random plot threads that never went anywhere in this game. Just so suffice to say that there's a lot of them. It's, um, yep. it's a game to play for characters and not for plot. Definitely the journey
1: plot. is the destination.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. The real the real destination is the friends that you make along the way. So, mm. something something, faux-deep like that. Okay, so uh, did we have somebody else join in just now?
1: Yeah,
3: it sounds like Joe just popped in. Hey, hey, Joe, what do you know? Hello, Joe. Hello. So, so what are you playing, post- Joe? I also posted a nasty message on the <gasps> stream. It's, it's exactly the thing that you say to him every
1: time that he's also playing this. So.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. All right, I, I'm just kidding. It's all jokes. Familiarity um,
1: breeds contempt. Well, oh, yeah.
3: I still have some holiday spirit left for the next few days, I'm sure. Um, I went to another Christmas gathering today and got some secret Santa gifts that I was happy about. Um, oh, nice. So, um what have i been playing um well somebody came over the other day and they had never played any mortal kombat games so we what? played mortal kombat you 1 you took that from them i did <laughs> merry christmas did you apologize and... to
0: them afterwards
3: <laughs> no they, they thoroughly enjoyed it actually
1: oh, okay. at least there's that yeah, yeah so
3: yeah and then we, uh, I found out that they started a new invasion season in that game. And now there's more, you know, okay. temporary seasonal stuff I want to unlock. So I was playing that a little bit. And I made some more progress in Street Fighter 6 World Tour mode. I beat the level 50 boss that I was stuck on. So, mm-hmm. And then I found out that, yeah, each of the master characters, you know, they each have a preferred gift item. And you can just go find the merchant who sells it and just buy, keep buying it until you have enough to max out their bonds. So um, I kept giving cookbooks to Ken Masters and got his Street Fighter 2 costume so he doesn't look like a hobo anymore. It's great.
1: Hooray for him.
3: Uh, yeah. So made some progress there. Um, I got a Steam gift card that I used to buy We Love Katamari. Yes. yes. plus Royal Reverie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Played a bit of that and man, that, that game is so Japanese in the best possible way. So fucking yeah. cool. chill as well. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, sit down and roll your carrots away. So playing that and uh let's see. I decided to play through tunic again. And that's a oh, fun ooh, game. That's a fun game. And a second playthrough when you like know about all the D pad codes and stuff, that's like, oh okay, I can kind of there, there's some shortcuts I know about, there's some items I can get earlier than before Mm -hmm. you know i don't need all the instruction manual pages this time around um Mm -hmm. so the thing is the game like you can't say that oh the game doesn't tell you anything or the game doesn't tell you everything it's well no the, the game does tell you everything you just have to find the instruction manual pages in the game and you find them out of order so late in the game you finally may find a page where it's like oh i wish i had known that like five hours ago (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of game. So on a second playthrough, it's like, oh, wait, I know what to do in this room. I know how to open this door. Um, you know, so playing through that again, and this time on the Steam Deck. And I'll tell you, those vibrant colors really pop on there. It's good. Nice. So there's that. And let's see. So I did end up giving away my copy of Super Mario Bros. Wonder to my two nieces. So today, we were playing some four-player Mario Wonder, and it was very chaotic, but <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's it's basically like, I guess I was going too fast, and they kept falling into holes, so that they still have to learn the jump timing a little better. But they're getting the hang of it, and uh, we had some fun with that, and I let them keep it. So that's fun. And they... Uh, Well, I I got them Pikmin 4 a while back, so they wanted to show me where they were in that game, and then they were like, oh, well, show us your game, and and I'm like, well, I'm pretty far, but yeah, you know. It's like, wow. and So that was fun. Um, Oh, and that same person that I played Mortal Kombat with, I got them a copy of Terraria for Christmas, and they wanted me to teach them how to play it. So, So... I was kind of mad, though, because I loaded up the Xbox version. You know, because I have it on PlayStation, Xbox, yeah. and PC. But mm-hmm. the Xbox version, I didn't realize you can't just have a guest account jump in. Like, it wants both people to have their own account. Yeah. So, I was able to demonstrate some stuff, but we weren't able to actually play two-player. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And, of course, you know that Wheels got me Star Ocean Second story R for as a Christmas gift, and you know I've talked about it several times, and you were just talking about it before I jumped on, I guess. But yeah, I still pick at that every once in a while. Um, it's still a fun game, and it's neat. I just consider it's neat. I like it. <laughs> it's Final Fantasy Star Trek, and it's good, it's cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's like. It's like
0: the original uh, Tales of Fantasia, only not garbage.
3: Not bad.
0: <sighs>
3: and then you yeah. know that I was playing Diablo Four because we were doing that on Shenanigans. So I did. Also bear trying to this with disgust. <laughs> I am trying to get through the campaign and get to the endgame content before the season of blood ends, but I don't know if I'm going to make it. And blood, I have a feeling I'm just going to be making another blood, new character in a few blood, weeks. Blood, blood, blood. Blue. <laughs> Blue. Um, I think that's all I got. I'll. I'll uh, I'm sure I'll mention other games. As if I it comes up, them. we'll come up. Yeah, because I. I do want to get back into Fire Emblem Engage. Engage. Um.
0: Oh, that's right. It's I had to that download an... that recently too. I.
3: I I'm launched it, it <laughs> and it had to download an update. And then there was some story content, and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I just want to make sure this would work when I feel like playing it, and I went and did other things. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, let's see, the, well, the movie that I got for Christmas was Everything Everywhere All at Once.
1: I hear that's good.
3: I have not seen it, but I got it on 4K Blu-ray, so... Nick. Looking forward to watching that, and
0: prestigious awards.
3: Yeah, seven Academy Awards supposedly, including best. Um, oh, and and some sad news though. The guy, the lead character from Parasite, passed away. That the actor. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, did. that was a neat movie. Um, speaking of you know, Asian directed movies and all that. Um, then I got a new. Well, it's not new, but I, I got a vinyl record um john prine's solo uh, i'm sorry debut album from 1971 so it's a uh it's like a acoustic folk country western type album because um, mm-hmm. i like you know i like johnny cash and bob dylan and the decemberists and simon and garfunkel and, and some stuff like that and then apple music one day was like hey, here listen to this and it's like oh i i I like this. I, I want to get that. I album. do like this. Yeah. So I got a new vinyl record too, and I got some money, which is going towards um something for the TV. Because in the past, that you may have heard me complain about how my TV only has one available port, HDMI port that can do oh, 4K so get, 120 like, hertz. I did because um now that I have a good computer and the PS5 and the Series X, and they all. I want to get that, you know, all those settings and the variable refresh rate and all that. And my receiver is only 60 hertz, and it's like, I'm not buying a new TV, I'm not buying a new receiver, but they started making 4K 120 hertz HDMI switches. So I did find one that's three in, one out, and then I had to order some extra ultra high speed HDMI cables, so that should be coming soon. And that way, I can enjoy all those awesome features on all three devices without having to swap wires. All right. So that's something. Uh, something I'm excited about. And the the new, all the new stuff that I'm getting is supposed to go up to 8K. So if I ever do upgrade to an 8K TV down the line, I hope I that never exists. exists. <laughs> it already exists, but there's no content, is what it is. And Gee, just imagine they, how much... <laughs> they do because just imagine how much worse the AAA games are going to get the the longer mm-hmm. development times and bigger budgets and then we're going to have to buy They're new consoles again that it's...
1: basically no human being will be able to tell.
3: I know.
2: It's yeah. wild, but... <laughs> I mean it's like the last two generations it's mostly been about how much can they handle at one time on the console and yeah. it's like,
3: yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, this console honestly, generation was more about performance, which I think was good, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, like,
2: high definition up to a certain... past a certain point, it just hurts my head. Literally, just oh, okay. watch
3: it. I... Okay. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Well, see, I'm the opposite, though. Not... Like, I can't play like... um, Like, I don't know, if I watch DVDs, they just look blurry to me, and old games, like... Actually, we've talked about this before. Like, I, I can't turn on like CRT filters on like, you know, hmm. vintage games That's and because stuff. Because most CRT
1: and... filters look like dog shit. But
3: that that is true. Yeah. But I I remember trying no, to play I, my N sixty four one day and I just got a splitting headache and then my hand cramped up from the controller. But <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I don't deal well with um, like above fifty FPS. I think um, <laughs> just it, I can watch it. I just it just does not feel good to me. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'll quickly run down what I've been doing for people who weren't listening to this before we started. Uh, I uh, played... Let's see. I've been making strong headway into Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. I have three fiends down. Uh, been, I think Steam says on it like Eight hours. So I'm making fairly steady progress. Um, I have a fair number of mastered jobs at this point, so I'm, I'm making, I'm making progress. Jack is ready to kill chaos. He is ready to disagree with anyone who would argue that chaos is an abstract concept. No, it is something he can find in murder. Um, and uh, that's 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 been a good time. There is a very, very funny scene where you, like, a a very, very funny set of dialogue where you restore uh, the fucking uh, elemental crystals and the people of Cornelia are like, this sucks, fire is way too hot now. (laughs) And the winds, they blow too much. Don't like it. Don't like any of it. It's (laughs) Incredibly funny. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I I genuinely love this game. It's it's fantastic. Uh, it's uh, it is beautiful to have the germ of an idea that came from Tetsuya Nomura being like, what if there was uh, like two different ideas? One Final Fantasy action game. Two what if Final Fantasy was about a guy who was just really pissed off, and then <laughs> uh, I
2: really do need to play this
1: sometime because it sounds
2: hilarious.
0: That's awesome.
1: And then passing that idea on to Madman Extraordinaire Kazushige Nojima to write the most blasphemous Final Fantasy one fan imaginable. imaginable. <laughs> I say that More with only love in the my theater. heart. Uh, certainly up there. Uh. Yeah, but I wonder. Uh, one you thing I re- find it like, theater
2: online. It was a What's that? fun series. I was wondering if you can still find that online. Yeah, that's still Just on
1: there, I think. Fun. But uh, the thing I was going to say about it, uh, the... yeah, it's still here. But what I was going to say about it that I thought was uh, extremely fun is I reached a point where the game. Uh, where like the game needs to explain something to new players as like a tutorial bit, so it's like one of your party members, uh, Jed is like, hey, this uh, you know, don't run into this uh environment, this wall. It's electrified. It's an environmental hazard. It's just to make sure that the player doesn't run into that. Jack just sort of curtly responds with, "I know," and then Jed starts apologizing, like, "Sorry, I didn't. You know, I I just wanted to be sure." And he's like, "I'm not angry. I just sound like that." <laughs> and it's so good it's such a fun dialogue exchange or there's a there's a really fantastic meta bit that is both like a joke on uh, on the iconicness of some of the music from Final Fantasy but also a play on FF1 and as a consequence Stranger of Paradise's uh, plot being built around a time loop where like Jack starts humming the opening theme from Final Fantasy One, mm-hmm. and someone points out like, "Hey, when did you teach that song to the Princess of Cornelia?" She's she also plays it. And he's like, he 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 doesn't know because he doesn't have like a like he's he's got amnesia before like his waking up and deciding he needs to kill chaos. So he's mm-hmm. just he, but he doesn't have like. A desire to unpack that, so he just says, "Oh, it's a classic song. Everyone knows that one." <laughs> it's
4: just, its a really
1: cute—it's—it's a, it's a really cute meta joke that, likes... you know, as as a good meta joke like that should, it works in context. Like, oh, it's just like, oh, that's just a classic song. People have heard it, but it's also a good a good wink at the audience. I love it. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been a ton of fun. Uh, the the game. Uh, for for as much as there was debate about whether it knew what it was doing in terms of jokes, there is a ton of just beautiful self awareness. But it's also utterly committed to its own excess, and so I. All I can say is I hope I haven't heard the last of Frank Sinatra's "My Way" within this game because God, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> so yeah. Big fan of that. Uh, Can't wait to. Yeah, if this ever comes out for Switch, I'm grabbing it. Yeah, I could see them maybe. Yeah, I could see them maybe jump uh, pushing it out as like something that they could get some more uh, mileage out of if they were to push it to like a Switch successor. So maybe in a few years when you upgrade to that, whenever that comes out. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a really neat game. Uh, I really. Uh, it, it's also just a great celebration of Final Fantasy as a whole. Every loading screen, uh, like it's talking about, like, oh, this is this has been uh, this is an area that's been transplanted from dimension number, and that number is always whatever Final Fantasy game that is being referenced by being transposed <laughs> uh, uh, in a in a syncretic fashion into Final Fantasy One. So, like, you get to uh, Mount Mount Golg and mm-hmm. it's using the uh it, it is it is simultaneously mount gog but it is also the training area where you get ifrit in ff8 uh <laughs> or like uh when you're going up to fight uh lich when you're going through I, i'm just thinking about mountains now apparently uh when you're going up that mountain <laughs> it says that it's from dimension 10 and it's mount that oh uh, and so, like you, you solve a couple of the Mount Gagazet uh, things, but it's, it's also like fitting to use uh, to use Mount Gagazet in a place where you're fighting a lot of uh, of dead things that are associated with the Lich, because you know Mount Gagazet is a place typically where summoners' pilgrimage pilgrimages end because they die. So it's also the place with the. With
2: the boss, that is the first thing that you ever see using zombie effects on yep. you.
1: Yep. So, like, the, there's there's a lot of care in selecting like what areas to use as reference points for each of the for each of the missions. It's it's really fun. I, I've had a tremendously good time with it. Uh, and I also just have to say huge shout out to the amount of uh, enemy finisher moves that are. Uh, just pro wrestling moves. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we have so a Cobra there's... Twist. I haven't seen that one, but it might be in there. Uh, I'd say so appreci- one of
2: the classic ones that the Japanese games that use wrestling moves will always include.
1: Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I've definitely seen torture racks, and I've seen some really mean power bombs, and those are the ones that I like immediately stick out in my head because it's like there's there's a kind of power bomb that you do in proper pro wrestling that is designed to not absolutely kill whoever you attempted on Mm -hmm. and then there's a kind that you'll sometimes see in japanese wrestling that is more similar to a power bomb that you might perform on someone you were actually attempting to murder uh
3: because it it lands it puts all of the force
1: directly onto their neck
3: well, because uh, of the fact that you constantly picked Alex in Street Fighter 5 I cannot <laughs> say the word power, power bomb, bomb without the, Yeah, without the New York accent. Power <laughs> bomb. Power <laughs> bomb. You can't escape. Uh, but yeah. Uh,
1: so I've been having just a wonderful time with Stranger of Paradise. Uh we could try and the that's, Matthew, player. Okay. We do, even though I'm far far beh- ahead of you at this point. Sure. We'll see what happens. Do you, um, see, do you
3: see my requests in the chat? Uh, let me see. Uh, request I'm requesting a different Gate game. and I, uh, yeah. wow. I gave you two very good requests denied. Wow. I gave you two very good requests that are both better than this. <laughs> Wheels mm. is
1: trying desperately to actually win this
3: self-imposed challenge. He never will. Wow. You're, you're going to lose forever. Wow. Uh, Are you trying uh, okay.
0: to play something else? Because
3: or... <laughs> we will, will just
1: continue to play this despite you, because yeah. he is a I sort know, of low-level
3: fiend. <laughs> um, I might have mentioned this already, but um, BK, it's yeah. surprise in Japanese.
1: <laughs> Can be, yeah.
3: B-I-K-K-E, that, yeah, because you said that was one of the bosses you fought. Yeah, you fight BK, the pirate. Isn't, isn't he a? He's a pirate. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a fun he's a fun early fight, which is also interesting because in Final Fantasy One, you never actually fight BK. Okay. Uh, he uh he takes his crew on you, and then you kill all of them, and then he's like, "Okay, you can have my boat," and then oh, leaves. Okay.
3: <laughs> nice.
1: But yeah, he's he's kind of a he's a he's a good early fight. I think he's in like the second or third stage. Uh, depending okay. upon how you're counting. But yeah, a ton, ton, ton of fun. Just, uh, just a game that uh, oozes uh, going its, uh, d- having things its way the entire time. Uh, but, yeah. So that's been, and that's you've been
3: got. Great. Didn't you say you got um, Sparks of Hope? Yes, I gift? did
1: receive Sparks of Hope. Uh, I also received uh, Octopath Traveler 2. Nice. Ooh. Uh, you really need and... to that
0: one. That one came out at a weird time.
1: Yeah, it was in, like, kind March. Of,
0: kind of got lost. Oh, I know what happened.
3: Hmm?
0: I know what happened. It's name is it's Zelda. A Destiny expansion or something? Oh. oh. It's name is Zelda.
3: Yep. Mm.
0: No, the, the uh. Destiny expansions don't mess with my single-player game time that much
1: i'll take your word but uh yeah i received uh octopath traveler 2 sparks of hope and uh spider-man 2 (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. that's been fun uh spider-man 2 i'm just finally getting through the opening it sure it, it definitely Opens on a bang. I'm a little concerned by one of the cl- collectibles being pick- pieces of the Sandman shattered mind. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not huge on that. Feels weird. Feels weird. Yes. Um. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So that's been interesting. Uh. But yeah. Like the first few missions, they have to set up a lot of stuff because they need to set up a Peter plot. And a Miles plot, and mm-hmm. so they have to set up. Uh, but also, they're setting up like Craven as like an overarching plot, which will definitely be subsumed by the other plot that is also obviously being set up. But uh, it's, it's it's been a lot. Uh, the set piece where Craven breaks out Mister Negative from the first game and Scorpion and uh like there's just a boat exploding for like 30 solid minutes uh probably could have used some cuts as, as far as i'm concerned there's there's a little too much going on there but uh now that i've gotten now that they've got the setup where like miles's villain here is clearly mr negative and peter and the venom plot are going to get wrapped up in craven because it's craven uh and that's also going to be wrapped up with the Harry plot. That's also ongoing. Uh, like it should, it should be smooth sailing from here. But it was just a lot to take in at the start.
4: Okay.
3: <laughs> so yeah, Spider's Man, Spider Men,
1: and hmm. yeah, I also I was mentioning in Discord a few days ago that I feel even more confident that at some point on the wish list of features that definitely were not feasible within uh, time constraints was co-op, because sometimes you'll just be solving a crime and the other Spider-Man will just show up. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's fun, but also it's super irritating that the bonus objectives that they give you for each crime to get more points, uh, a lot of times the other Spider-Man will just make that nearly impossible. <laughs> because oh, like annoying. a lot of times it's like you need to x like sort of complicated move on like y number of enemies and it's like i cannot because the other spider-man is just beating the shit out of them with no and in- with no interest in what i'm attempting to do uh also i get why they did it but it is also extremely confusing that both of them just call each other spider-man yes
2: I was gonna say um, I'm thinking there's a reason they actually had a mini episode of the Spidey and His Amazing Friends cartoon for kids mm-hmm. explaining why the two Spider Men don't use the same nicknames.
1: <laughs> but here we are. Like, they want to. Oh god.
2: Yeah, I mean, no. That they came up with a sec with a new nickname for Miles because they're both mm-hmm. and Peter are both Spider Man,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so they actually had to ha- to hash this out. Um, <laughs> what think the heck
0: they, is this new? Nickname?
2: No, I mean, he's still Spider-Man, but they refer to each other by nicknames all the time. So we got Spidey, and then um, Gwen is ghost, Ghosty, and Miles is now Spin. Mm-hmm. In, well, that's right. Yeah, he, he came up with this, like, Spin attack that uh, he was showing mm-hmm. off, like, very very uh acrobatic. Mm-hmm. And so they just decided to start calling him Spinny, or Spin, after that.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I get why I get why they made the choice because they don't because the entire idea is just that, like, there is not uh, to make sure that neither of them feels like the lesser Spider-Man. But it is one of those things that it's like, especially if you were looking at just the subtitles, uh, Mm -hmm. you would see Spider-Man and then a tiny icon of whichever mask is their normal mask. (laughs) Then, <laughs> they could
2: just do, they could just do Peter and Miles cuz we know who they are. Yeah. Nope, they're just
1: labeled spider rings It's very strange. That was, that was maybe not a great uh, like I I don't know maybe maybe uh, people more used to reading subtitles while uh, playing action games were more attuned to it, but I I found it like if I was trying to actually read the subtitles it was actually kind of hard to tell who was talking. Um Mm -hmm. but yeah so but no otherwise having having a lot of fun uh haven't fully been ready to commit to cracking open uh octopath 2 or sparks of hope yet because both of those are going to be a lot of commitment uh and i've also uh just just to make sure that i have too much on my plate i also from a dear friend uh received a copy of uh, Final Fantasy XV Windows Edition and felt like, oh, let's play that on the Steam Deck. That's nice and relaxing. And it is. It is nice and relaxing. It's a very good Steam Deck game. Uh, I'm good. It's, uh, it is a game that is served well by being portable. And I'd forgotten uh, how much uh, character is uh, invested into a uh, just the little scenes that play whenever you stay uh overnight at like an inn or something uh like if you're staying at a shitty mode- uh roadside motel you see just uh y- you can see that they're just they're having a good time making the best of this dingy ass place or if you're if you found like a camper that you could rent on the side of the road you can see them sort of like uh, setting up for dinner uh, in front of it, uh, and checking out like what is what what is what is even in this that we will be sleeping in like uh, just it's it's a it's a masterclass of uh, of just setting incidental atmosphere. Yeah, so, uh, that's been fun. That's what I've been playing. Games games are over. Video games are done. It is all about paddleball now. What? Uh, <laughs>
3: I didn't agree to this. It's really funny you should say that because somebody <laughs> handed me a paddle ball today and they were really struggling with it. A bunch of people tried it and then I just picked it right up and just got into a very good rhythm and hit it a good 30 times in a row or more. Better yeah. than I could. I don't know how to use a paddle ball. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's all on the wrist.
1: Okay, so I'm going to hit a couple of questions that popped up in the chat earlier. Uh, Fireminer was talking about Leisure Suit Larry because because they've been playing the most recent one, and they said, Is Larry Laffer, the original Leisure Suit Larry, an eternal loser because that is just the man he is, or because it has to be so that sequels can be made? We actually have a definitive, canonical answer to this. He has to be so that sequels can be made. So to put this to to delve deep within the Leisure Suit Larry canon. Oh dear lord! uh, If you have to go that deep, you shouldn't. (laughs) So, uh, the third Leisure Suit Larry, I believe. Hmm. Let me double check that I'm getting the subtitles right on this. Yes, uh, Leisure Suit Larry three: Passionate Patty in Pursuit of the Pulsating Pectorals. Uh, The ending of that was a happy ending where uh, Larry ends up uh, together with Patty at the end of the game, and he essentially gets a job at Seattle and creates the Leisure Suit Larry game. was the joke. (laughs) Then, when asked about it, Al Lowe basically said he couldn't make a Leisure Suit Larry 4. It was impossible uh, because he'd wrapped up that story. There was nothing else you could do. Eventually, Mm -hmm. he relented and made Leisure Suit Larry 5.
0: Because he said Uh. he couldn't make a Leisure Suit Larry 4.
1: Like, that was part (laughs) of the joke. And the other part was that the plot of 5 involves Larry not having any memory because Leisure Suit Larry 4 doesn't exist. (laughs) But... He needed an excuse, a meta narrative excuse to rip the two apart because otherwise he could not make more Leisure Larry games.
0: That's hilarious.
1: So I would argue that we have a canonical a canonical uh, clarification that yes, he is a loser because he has to be because otherwise you can't make more.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nice. And
1: that is why I had to sit very down. To the
2: justification of everything that happens to Spider-Man,
1: okay. <laughs> at Leisure Suit Spider-Man. Uh,
2: yeah, very similarly. At some point, it always has to return to original status quo. Of oh, poor guy,
1: <laughs> Spider-Man is not allowed to be happy. No. Okay. To uh, to hit another one of these uh I, d- I don't have an answer for this one of these things that he asks and even if i did i wouldn't i would be too polite to say it <laughs> because he asked oh, worst Christmas. That? uh Firerunner asked worst christmas gift you received this year someone gave me a bunch of bootleg gba cartridges like i sold my d- gba and ds light years ago uh like I, I don't have an answer to this. I was uh, like, everything that I received this year was extremely thoughtful. But even if they hadn't been, I just I do not have it in me to say, damn, that thing someone gave me sucked.
0: <laughs> I got a screwdriver. Yeah, I didn't to the that, thumb. Every... that was my worst one.
1: That was a gift you gave yourself.
0: So gift.
2: <laughs> I don't get you that did... many gifts at my given year, so I don't really. Yeah. Keep track of it. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, just, everything I received was thoughtful and filled with kindness so I loved them all
3: I received was exactly what I asked for hooray <laughs> yeah and I got some candy
1: ooh piece of candy, yay. Ooh, piece of
3: candy. the candy was go. thoughtful because for once my mom remembered that I like white chocolate and not milk chocolate yay Certainly. nice what? Yeah.
1: I like all chocolates, depending upon
3: what my mood is. (laughs) I
0: enjoy good Mm. dark chocolate.
3: Dark chocolate's quite nice. I do dark, I do white, and that's it. I don't yeah. That's it.
1: Never the Twain shall meet. Uh... and Uh, Fire Miner asks Okay.
2: You're, reminded, you're reminding me of uh, my favorite gift to send this year, however.
3: Oh, God. Okay.
2: Oh, no, no, this is a good one. Um, so due to um, concerns on international shipping costs, uh, the four households of my immediate family all just kind of drew straws to determine who would send who gifts this year. <laughs> so I got my, my younger brother and his wife mm-hmm. um, for Christmas presents, and I'm like, I don't know a lot of what she likes. And Mm -hmm. what I do know is mostly stuff that I can't get that she couldn't get herself. Mm -hmm. But when they were visiting over the summer, the only thing that she really expressed a regret about for the entire trip was that we couldn't find any really interesting Kit Kat flavors. Oh. Yeah. So I kept an eye out and over the course of September and October, I picked up seven different, completely different flavors of Kit Kat and a bunch of t chocolates that were similarly varied, and made that oh, first yeah. section of the box. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's see. what did we have? We had chestnut, we had mm-hmm. soybean flour, we had, um, like, there was a melon bread chocolate, and they were one of the little T-Rolls. I'm um, going to try that. <laughs> uh, we had vanilla ice cream, cookies and cream ice cream, mint chocolate chip ice cream, and banana pudding, all in the Kit Kat section. Of course. Yeah. So, um, I have, I actually have not heard how, or it, whether she enjoyed it or not, I'm assuming that she did, because I haven't heard anything bad, so...
1: Yeah. At the very least, it would be novel, so uh, I can't imagine oh, yeah. not being pleased with that.
2: Yep. It's just, like, apparently July in Japan is the worst possible time to try and find Kit Kats in non-standard flavors. Huh. The heat. It's the heat. They... They wait until yeah, it, make it's much cooler. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, I got uh, my parents a, a Blu-ray player. That's Thanks. good. because they they don't have one. It was like, "What do you mean you don't have a Blu-ray player?" Oh, we don't. Well, we don't have any Blu-rays. So I'm like, "Yeah." Well, you will you get soon. The Blu-ray player, and then you will. And well, what it is is they watched Yellowstone and they loved it, and I watched it too. And for the record, I think Yellowstone's a great show. But um, Someone Kevin the thing Collins is, there, right? yeah. Well, he's he left, and the second half of the final season has been delayed, and there's not gonna be another season because he left. It was a whole thing. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, they watched that and they liked it, and they found out about the two spin-offs, 1883 and 1923. Mm-hmm. Huh? But. They have YouTube TV. They got rid of cable. They got YouTube TV, but then they found out that those two shows were only on Paramount Plus. So we had a few conversations where there, I had to remind them, like, oh, like, like, well, how do we watch that? I'm like, it's on Paramount Plus. Well, we don't have that. Well, you got to get it. Well, we don't want it. Fine. <laughs> so basically, what happened was I got the idea to just get them the box sets, and I saw the Blu-rays, and which, wouldn't you know it, some of these DVD versions are the same price or more. And it's just like, okay, you know what? You're getting a Blu-ray player, and you're getting these two block sets. And that's. I'm just thinking about I'm like, this is what they're helpful. getting. Yeah, I thought it was thoughtful. And um, yeah. they haven't plugged it just, in yet. And I have a feeling I'm going to have to help them set it up on New Year's. That's that's just how things go. Oh, yeah. This, right. No, And but I, I the... want to do it. I offered yeah. to do it. And it's like, come on. Like, I want you to use it. Just Hmm. remind
2: them that the streaming services can and definitely will at some point lose rights to whatever show that they want to watch. So if they really want to keep watching it, they need copies of their own.
3: Hmm. And I'm getting to that point now, too, where I'm so sick of these streaming services and... things just disappearing. (laughs) Yeah, and them just passing things around. And it's like, I I don't own anything. I want to buy more stuff. Like actually own physical copies. I want copies to have again. things
1: so that they can't take them away from me. People did
3: yeah, it,
0: but I wanted to watch that Willow show, and now I can't. I
1: think <laughs> that I think that was available for approximately three weeks. It was pretty
0: short.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, I heard it was bad. Um, yeah, it and sure it's like so that's that we can't find
0: that out yeah, anymore. I don't trust opinions of <laughs> people's opinions yeah. on TV show anymore. <laughs>
3: But, but you it's just my like, very man. good opinions. I want to like, that's why I, I'm doing Game Pass Core and PlayStation Plus Essential. It's like, I want to like, yeah, I'm saving money, but game. I don't own anything. <laughs> yeah. So I played Tunic and Signalis on Game Pass. And I'm like, you know what? I want to buy those games. Those are indie games that help the small teams that made them. And they're reasonably priced, and they're good games. It's like, yeah. You can get a nice let's... physical
0: edition of Tunic. It's got like the actual printed instruction manual and
3: everything. It's what? Nice. Yes, yes, oh. sir. Well, I bought it. I bought it on Steam. Oh well. What are you gonna do? Like it's, it's still, probably the thing that is least it. likely to disappear. But yeah. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. it's not oh. it's not a limited run or anything. You, I got it. Okay.
3: By. Well, uh, we'll see. Anyways, um yeah so it's like so i got them the blu-ray player i got them those box sets and then my stepfather really likes the john wick movies but he he saw the first three so i got him the fourth one that makes sense so yeah that's what my mom said because I, I said you know i can get him the trilogy she's like no she's seen them all I'll get him the fourth one he hasn't seen it yet I'm like great so no yeah, I so i like i'm it's more john wick <laughs> i'd like to set that up for them and i said you know and it has wi-fi And you can get streaming services on it. And they go camping in their RV sometimes. And some of the campgrounds Mm. have Wi-Fi. And it's like you could just bring it with you and watch whatever you want. You know? It's like... You know? I've been trying to get them to buy a Blu-ray player for years. And finally I'm just like, I'm just going to buy them one. Because you can't find freaking DVDs anymore. And DVDs look like shit. It's fine. Everything's good. Mm. (laughs) That's what they got. And... Yeah. Hooray. Um. Oh, and um, the person that I mentioned who I played Mortal Kombat with, who I had to teach Terraria to, that person works at Spencer's? Have you been to a Spencer's recently? I've not been to a Spencer's
0: Spencer's recently. No. You're talking to the guy
2: from the wrong country here.
3: Yeah. So, I haven't been to a Spencer's in years, but... This person works there and got me this giant coffee mug that says "I heart f- to fart" on it. I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I farting is fun, yeah. So I, I got a nice coffee mug. Yeah, I got some cool stuff. Yeah, very happy.
1: Let's see um uh, Since this end of the year, do we want to do we want to pass out uh, any of our own personal awards, unaffiliated with RP Gamers Awards? Yes. <laughs> oh God, there was too much relish in that voice. <laughs>
0: no, <I don't> <laughs> let's hear it. Uh, well, let's hear uh, it. Yeah, make Dave regret this. <laughs> uh, best game that made me stop playing Destiny for a while goes to Remnant.
1: Too. Incredible. And it, like the highest oh, praise top. that wheels can offer yes. made me stop playing destiny for a while. <laughs> yes I've <laughs> always
0: uh, I've always wanted more shooters that are also like crunchy RPGs Borderlands as much as I enjoy it is not that at all. Mushy RPG. Uh, and <laughs> Remnant 2 is kind of that. Like, the, the first one wasn't so much that. It was a little lighter on the RPG mechanics, but this one's got classes, and you get to dual class, and there's all kinds of builds with different weapons you can do. It's it's great, and it's one I, I'm still playing on occasion and will probably s- still spend more time with. I'm sure that they've got more DLC cooking, so... Game of the Year in Wheels is hard. Yes. Uh, actual... Well, actually, what I think is the best game of the year is pretty close, but I would say Zelda over Baldur's Gate Three.
3: It's
1: a fair point. Either is a perfectly defensible argument.
3: Yeah, actually, you know what? I would agree with that because Zelda, I can just swing my sword and hit an enemy. Baldur's Gate there's times where I'm just not in the mood for that more tactical stuff and oh 60% chance to hit and then you miss and it's like oh for fuck's sake yeah Yeah. like
0: as as a product Baldur's Gate 3 is incredible I think sometimes just by that nature it can just by what it is sometimes it can be unfun and that's fine like I, I honestly wouldn't want it any other way, I don't think. Maybe a little less on the D&D. I mean, dial yeah. back the D&D a little bit. Uh, But I mean, at the end of the day, you look at Tears of the Kingdom and look at the system it was produced on and um, it
1: things that they accomplish.
0: Yeah, and, and the fact that I think we all thought, well, maybe not us, but a lot of people out there thought that, oh, it's just going to be like glorified Breath of the Wild DLC, and they fucking showed us. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. No. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. It's, it's just like a masterwork of a game. I, I I can't even. I don't even know what to say about it. Like every time I turn it on and just wander around and mess around with things, it's it, it's it's incredible. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, that's it. Oh, I did post something online on Facebook and Mastodon, but basically, all I wrote was 2023 20, games I liked: um, Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Blasphemous Two, Dead Space Remake, Diablo Four, The Seven, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Fire Emblem Engage, Hi-Fi Rush, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Metroid Prime Remastered. Mortal Kombat 1, Pikmin 4, Remnant 2, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Sonic Superstars, Star Ocean Second Story R, Street Fighter 6, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I would like to add We Love Katamari Reroll to that list. Mm -hmm. Um, Games I didn't like, Atomic Heart, Callisto Protocol, Forza Motorsport, although that's really more of a simulator. Um, F-099, Redfall, Sea of Stars, Starfield. Oh god, you actually played Redfall?
1: I'm genuinely yeah, curious a... how it's changed in the past six months.
3: I uh, genuinely don't care because it was so god-awful just... at launch.
0: <laughs> I had a friend that just picked it up like randomly like he knew nothing about it and he told me it's bad. <laughs> so, Take it uh, I'm guessing it hasn't improved very much.
1: <laughs> One of those uh, tragedies where the game was uh, well... ZeniMax heads wanted a game-as-a-service multiplayer thing, and then by the time that Microsoft bought, the, bought Arcane and ZeniMax and everything else, it was like... Uh, it's probably too far along. To, it'd be kind of wasteful to kill it. Maybe I should have just have, killed but... it. But... Yeah. <sighs> but I respect the gumption of the people who made it. They were trying. Yeah. Um... Let's see. They did try, uh,
3: and normally I would like the New England setting because that's where I live. But hmm. it, yeah, it just was not great. Um, yeah, uh, oh, and apparently my most played game on Xbox was Vampire Survivors, which came out right at the end of last year. I think. Doesn't make sense. So oh.
1: yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of games last year.
3: Yeah. Many, many games. Mm-hmm. Perhaps too many. <laughs> and and remember the ones I rattled off, I mean, that was just games I like, games I didn't like. I mean yeah. I didn't really I can give you a more thorough analysis if you want it, but just keep in mind though that they're games I just didn't play. I didn't play Jedi yeah. Survivor, you know. Um mm-hmm. I didn't play a few others. So so yeah, so anyone who's thinking, Oh man, you left this out, you left that out, it's like, well I just didn't play it, that's all.
1: Yeah, no. I'm just saying, like, because that's not nearly all of them. The, like, right. That like that really goes to show how much, uh, how much game there was. Yeah, I mean,
2: too I, much.
0: Yeah. I didn't get to oh, whatever, No either. such
1: thing as too many
2: games. Just not enough time.
3: Yeah, right.
2: And not I mean, enough interest. Quite
3: often. And I've complained about Starfield multiple times. I don't feel the need to do that anymore. Um, and see if stars. I don't think it's a bad game maybe I just wasn't in the right mood for it but it was you know, it I don't know, it just didn't, didn't click um,
0: I played so far but I can't comment further yet
3: and uh, Callisto Protocol we all know was just a uh, you know, Dead Space spiritual successor that became obsolete within a month when Dead Space Remake came I, out
2: I, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> yep. I thought Callisto Protocol was kind of dead in the water Yeah. It did end up selling, like, four million copies. It's weird. What? I wish that was pre-orders that already sunk money into it.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was all pre-orders, but I think it was, like, first couple days. Uh,
2: Yeah.
1: I just remember getting really hyped at the start, and then
2: afterwards hearing, like, oh, it's not exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Uh...
0: Uh, if I were to give a most overlooked prize for this year it would definitely be uh, Engage which Engage. I, which I even forget actually came out this year sometimes it was a very early one it was, it was, I want to yeah. say it was
3: February yeah February I think oh
0: yeah but uh, I, I'd like Three houses, a ton. I think. I don't. Really I wish that the where they were going with the social aspects, and I like that they went kind of back to more. Oh, just straight. Well, strategy RPG.
3: I wanted Three Houses 2.0 is what I wanted, but what I, I mean, but no, I not to say that it's bad one. because. You no, know, so I realize that engage is more like. The traditional Fire Emblem experience, I realized that, yeah, Three Houses was kind of different, but I really liked Three Houses. I just want more of that, to be honest with you, but that's I just like, me.
0: I like it too. I just don't think the social aspects worked that great.
3: Okay.
0: Like I kind of felt like I was
3: playing Persona sometimes in a good way. I don't know. To but me, not, not it was, quite though. To me, yeah. it was
0: a bad way, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I okay. feel like the reason the the 3ds games, the social aspects worked so well there, is it wasn't just about your main character. Like your other party members had their own relationships and their own conversations that were pretty interesting, and you can like not just like the aspect of pairing up characters for romances, but just like you know, characters having friendships and, and inner life. Yes, exactly. I I feel like that was a lot more interesting than what um, Three Houses did, where it's pretty much all about your main character and their social life. And I really missed this is a the the rest of the characters getting kind of so more adept. The interplay, exactly. I feel like they kind of lost that trying to make it something else. So, and not that engage is necessarily that, but I don't know. We'll we'll see where they go from here.
1: I mean, yeah. the 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 more tepid response to engage leads me to believe that they're going to push further into Three Houses territory. Probably, for good a
0: probably, and um, uh, honestly, I'll probably be okay with that. But. Uh, if assuming they do that I do hope they they get more more interaction with all the characters and not just make it hey this is persona and you're living your main character's life
1: I think that they're the, once again <laughs> gonna run into how difficult it is to deal with the combinatorial explosion of uh, having all of these characters come uh, capable of interacting with each other when the cast is like three dozen people yeah which they, they kind of tried to sidestep with three houses by having the different houses that eventually like you can't guarantee that you'll get be able to get everyone and there are certain characters you can't get no matter what uh if you if you picked a different house but it's one of those situations where it's like Oh, can't do that again. What's going to be next time to try to quell <laughs> this? And like, the answer is going to have to be like, at some point, uh, you remove you remove the idea that certain, for at least a handful of major characters, you remove the idea that they can
0: die. Yeah. Farmer says once again, people care about characters more than gameplay. Um,
1: well... It's it's an argument. Well, like you know, we've had this discussion back and forth about like Fire Emblem as a whole. Like, what what is drawing people to this game? Is it the gameplay or the characters? And yeah. like, I do think that there's definitely an argument to be made that like the gameplay contextualizes the characters, right?
0: And honestly, I think it's both, depending on who you ask. Certainly, so they kind it's of certainly have to make like, both good.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 the uneasy. Uh, situation that happens anytime you're blending genres is that like you're bringing in some people who are into both and some people who are into one and some people who are into the other uh and so you end up having to make sure that whatever you're bringing in uh, whatever's bringing them in is of quality and i would imagine fire emblem will continue to be able to do that but like they're gonna have some hard questions to ask themselves about certain aspects of the gameplay Mm. The, um, well, the people who are fans of Fire Emblem characters, but <laughs> they smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, those people aren't buying Fire Emblem, so not not a concern for them. That's someone else's problem. Uh, but hey, at smash least the series is way like... better off
3: than. Oh god. I was gonna say in Smash Bros. Melee, my favorite character was Roy, even though I knew nothing about him, had never played a Fire Emblem up to that point. Don't worry, it wasn't possible before then. Yeah, which one? We've still never actually gotten the game where I came
0: from. Which game is Ike? Well, then I played from the GameCube slash Wii once. No, which one?
3: Ike. Okay. No, Roy was oh, from some Japanese-only one, I think, from Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah, like, no, no, it's yeah. the first GBA one that Roy is from. Uh, okay. But uh, the first GBA one, which is the one that we didn't get, it's Fire
3: Emblem 6. Uh, okay.
1: Ike is from the Radiant games.
3: Yeah. Um. So my first Fire Emblem game was um, Path of Radiance. Oh, and the only thing I didn't like was the permadeath junk. Um, so I don't know. That's, I that's never beat it. Point. <laughs> I know. I just, I but never beat it more. because I would just keep replaying levels to try not to lose people and then I would get frustrated and quit.
1: Yep. And that's the, that's the uneasy uh, thing about like, oh, people love these characters and if they don't play it well enough, they all just fucking die.
0: I hate to harp <laughs> on this, but I really think. They should do something different with the freaking permadeath. Instead of just oh, I, I really
1: think that you should yeah. put they should put in a mode that like if you're doing classic mode, a character quote unquote dies, they retire from the battlefield, but they're not dead.
0: I mean, they've done <laughs> that. Um, with, they've done that with some of them.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They need to enshrine that into the game more concretely. Okay. Because they need to be able to rely on the idea that a character is there.
0: Yes, to that. <laughs> also, I think. I don't think death should be something that's instant. I think it should be. There should be some. Like that of tactics. Yeah. <laughs> like the grace not, period? Yes, exactly. Period so. chronicles. Something where, okay, this character is in imminent danger. I have to adjust my strategy to try and save them. Something like that instead of just. Oh, the my character got critted on, they now they're dead the and squatter. I have to decide if I need to reload my save and start this whole thing over or just let them die and just mm. I think that kinda sucks.
3: In Valkyria Chronicles, then they fall down, but as long as you can get to their body before an enemy does, then the medic comes in. I thought that was a cool system.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it is. Yeah a great series yeah. that no one bought <laughs> Just, yeah. in, in any in any 4 inch of the 4 inches
1: like eventually like once once they're like $10 Probably you can off. convince people to buy valkyrias but that's yeah. it yeah uh, that's been off no one liked or purchased yeah uh, don't play valkyria revolution play the ones that have chronicles in the name
3: play yes. 1 play and four. play 4 we, yeah, play one yeah, and four. Everyone, go ahead and skip two.
0: Everyone <laughs> was like, like all crazy. Apparently, the game sold well when it was released on Steam and whatnot. Enough that we got four, and then no one bought four.
1: It's, it's it we got reminds a second me collection,
0: collector's edition on clearance for like twenty bucks.
1: It reminds me very sadly of Sin and Punishment Star Successor. A game made on the basis of, man, people really went wild when they re-released Sin and Punishment on the Virtual Console. Let's make a sequel. And then, like, I've never seen a Nintendo game go down in price that fast. <laughs> it sold so badly. I, I swear it was like $10 within like a month or two. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, like it, it fucking tanked. Jeez. But I bought it day one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: I bought two copies of *Valkyrie Chronicles* for. did not matter.
3: Bringing its total sales to <laughs> seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still have the the tank and the art book. Yeah, and, I got yeah. two tanks. <laughs> I tried to offer you my tank, and you were like, "I got two of those." Yeah, no, because i come here with.
0: Because i bought another collector's edition like uh i i don't know it probably not a month but maybe a few months after launch for like 20 bucks it's just like wow that's that's a bad sign <laughs> i wonder Isn't how a nice it's, <laughs> it's a nice little standee it's not very yeah. big but it's nice
1: how come your mother lets you have two tanks
0: i sleep in a tank <laughs>
1: i a big bet with my wife. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. Uh, It's very tragic to me that uh, Kirk Van Houten was not allowed to be the world's greatest sad sack for the rest of existence.
3: No, there was one where he's, like, becomes a coach and then all the kids actually think he's cool and stuff, yeah. It's wild. I
0: don't know, that seems weird.
3: Once once I decided that it was
1: too depressing that uh, the middle parents were divorced and got them back together again, it's like, oh, he can't be the saddest human being in human history anymore.
0: They actually got him back together? That's lame. They did that like 15 years ago. Well, I haven't watched in 20 years. (laughs) Well,
3: because then the mom had a couple of boyfriends, I think, for a while. Yeah, one of them was an American Gladiator. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I was was thinking about the Radioactive Man episode when you were talking about Spider-Man for some reason. Look out, Radioactive Man! Marge, are there other men in this house? Radioactive men? Jiminy (laughs) Chillicars. I've said Jiminy Chillicars so many times, it's lost all meaning. My favorite bit of that.
1: (laughs) That's the bit right at the end where they're just getting a lecture about how these small town these small-town folks <laughs> had swindled Hollywood's great Hollywood's dream of making a movie about a radioactive man.
3: Mickey Rooney, uh, yeah.
1: I could play that. Jiminy Jellickers. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: that is the first episode of the series to be digitally colored. Huh. Wow. Hmm. Didn't know that. It was done as an experiment for a few episodes and then uh, not fully like committed to for another few seasons. Okay. I'm sorry that I've cursed you with this knowledge.
3: Well, I no just had to... forget about it. I what just had crazy. to watch the um, Family Guy Christmas special from Season 3, where Peter spends the whole episode trying to watch Kiss Save Santa, and found myself wishing <laughs> that Kiss kind Save Santa based... was a real movie. It's
1: kind of based on a real thing. Okay. Like, not completely, but, like... It's 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 referencing some like just weird shit. Okay.
0: You should watch the American Dad Christmas specials.
1: Those are all in continuity with each other. They're weird. Yeah. They're very, okay. very weird.
0: That show is weird. I love it.
1: But yeah, I think I think the, the theoretical concept of Kiss Save Santa was mostly referencing Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Okay. Which was a uh, movie that aired, like, like a TV movie that aired on, like, NBC, I think. And that's just about, like, KISS (laughs) fighting something called the Phantom of the Park. It's it's, it's a strange thing. It's a weird bit of kitsch. Uh, But, yeah... It's uh, it's if if you want something of a similar level of like who is this for, that's that's probably your best bet. I'm
3: not really a Kiss fan, but I just thought like, like uh, the idea is funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I want to say they're one of the. I think a lot of people are doing this now, but Kiss wants to use AI to put on like virtual shows going forward or something.
1: Sounds like a nightmare. I
3: mean, they are
0: old as shit at this point, aren't they?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so I'm going to bring up some other Phantom of the Park trivia uh, per Wikipedia. Produced by Hanna-Barbera, known primarily for animation, this is not an animated
0: film. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) It
1: sounds (laughs) like it should be. Most of the picture was filmed at Magic Mountain in California.
0: Huh. Uh
1: Rush Production, Script underwent numerous rewrites. All four members of uh all four members of KISS had to be given, given crash courses on the concept of acting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh but yeah. Isn't there an actual uh, KISS animated movie?
1: I think like Phantom recently? of the Park is the closest you're gonna get.
0: It's not animated. Uh, yeah, like hold on.
3: Okay. I don't even like Kiss, I just I just love that episode of Family Guy.
0: <laughs> that is a very good episode. The, 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 that's that's whole, the
3: whole thing is is Peter just like he's he's supposed to be Christmas shopping and he's standing outside of a uh electronics store and he's watching the T V through the window and then someone decides to buy that T V. It's like, Hey, I was watching that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Doo so, and then Kiss, th- rock and
0: roll mystery.
1: Yeah, that does exist.
0: Okay, that's the one. You can I'm watch thinking.
1: that. You can watch that before or after the two Scooby Doo meets WWE specials. Um, but yeah, so uh, the the two writers of this of this dreadful film uh, apparently uh, tried to like talk to the members of Kiss in order to like work out how they talked to write better dialogue. But one of them would basically never say anything other than "ack." And so, originally, they turned in a script where he didn't have any lines, except to say Ack sometimes. What the fuck? This is, uh, I guess exactly what you should have expected when two people are following you around to try to figure out how you talk and you respond by just saying Ack. Huh. Uh, upon learning of his lack of dialogue, Freely threatened to leave the project. Soon after, lines other than his catchphrase Ack were written into the film. Oh, thank you, Wikipedia. What a dreadful concept. Also, one of them had to have their voice overdubbed, overdubbed by uh, veteran voice actor Michael Bell.
0: This all sounds about right.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh... Did you know that, um, well, I found this out recently from watching last week tonight, but I didn't know that Thomas the Tank Engine Started as a British show before getting. Oh you know, yeah, I remember, I remember
2: watching it. I remember watching yeah. it with
3: Ringo. Uh, it was on yeah, PBS. I had
2: Ringo that's what I'm saying.
3: I I just found that out. Ringo Starr narrated the original British oh, yeah. series. Yeah. Well, not just
2: oh, narrated. Uh, he was on there in as himself, Mister Conductor. He was <laughs> himself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. I I knew I knew Ringo Starr well before I knew who that he was a Beatle. <laughs> this yep.
0: also George Carlin was narrator yep. as well
3: oh yep
1: I was a, a Thomas the Tank Engine child
3: <laughs> yep. yeah my favorite Beatles song is um, Octopus's Garden one of the few songs written by Ringo Starr
1: yep hmm. I'd like to be
3: under, under the sea, sea in an octave to garden the, in the shade Heavy wrote an incredible album but, and then I love the family guy cutaway where the oh Beatles are all sitting together and Ringo writes a song oh, and then yeah. they like put it up on the refrigerator and they're like oh look at that Ringo <laughs> good job buddy
1: uh, uh yeah uh the, the, do we have any? Do we have any other important year-end recognition? Since we've been distracted by Kiss and Family Guy and uh, Fire for half an hour,
0: I have a few more awards. Um, oh, game yeah. that technically mm-hmm. didn't come out this year, but you should play anyway at your earliest convenience, which is the game I'm streaming <laughs> mm-hmm. currently. Are you Mario and Ravage, Mario plus Ravage, Spark of Hopes, please, please, please play it. Do it. Do it now, Very, it's, oh, wait.
1: It's, it's a lovely little game. Yes. We all may eventually stop waiting and just start yelling at you, though. Yeah, probably.
0: Any uh, more see.
3: love for Disgaea 7, but that's just me. Uh,
0: yes, um, Best disguise of the Year, Disgaea 7. Wow. <laughs> Contentious. Um... See what else? Uh game that didn't come out this year that's still trash. Horizon Forbidden West.
1: Game that uh, did come out this year that's trash. Final Fantasy 16. Yes. Um
0: yeah, that would also be the disappointment I had of the to, year. I had to
1: drive by that one.
0: <laughs> no, even though I don't completely hate that game, it's definitely disappointment of the year.
1: It's not good. Um let's see. Uh anything
0: uh, that port can... that took forever but I'm glad they finally alive the pixel remasters for switch
1: oh yeah those are really nice yeah.
0: uh, a good time
1: learning to learning to appreciate a f3 uh
0: <laughs> game most likely to be uh on my be my a game that takes a year last thing? year that uh, missed uh dragon quest monsters
1: uh, well everyone who wasn't in japan missed in japan it did very well not Sure. Not sure. <laughs> it's apparently the fifth best selling eShop game in japan this year <laughs> bear in mind it had like 20 days to accomplish that wow holy fuck yeah also, oh yeah that of reminds me um for the kingdom
2: <laughs> the um my, my local convenience stores got one of those little um like um not, I mean the words lottery, but you buy the a, a ticket yeah. and you find out which of the themed uh, items you get. And so they have one for Dragon Quest monsters, and I'm very tempted to just buy out the rest of them if it gets to just a few enough items left. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just because the the um, these things always have a last one item, and in this case, mm. the last one is a. I originally thought it was a mimic, but it's just it's a treasure chest with a little slime on it and gems that. You can um, flip around and do things to make a calendar,
0: basically. Oh, that's cool.
2: It's adorable. I have no idea what I I would be doing with it. Um, Currently, it would probably cost me 10,000 yen to just buy out the rest of the tickets. I'm waiting to see if it actually goes down a little bit more. And if somebody else gets gets it all instead, it's like that's money I'm not spending, so it's also good. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing with them.
1: I need to. Oh, pick
2: please, up out to... Doing
1: this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's um, really good. It's very pretty. Um, you're doing
1: it. the opposite of your job. Yeah. I need to. I need to pick up Dragon Quest monsters to see if I can recruit a Sham Hat Witch.
0: I'm sure you can.
1: That's important. Those boys are important.
0: Yeah. Some some people were apparently complaining about performance in the demo. I didn't play the demo, but uh, I've had no issues so far. It's very very charming, very fun.
1: It's Dragon Quest. It's monsters.
0: Please buy it. I don't want to get this and then get none of them for years. Like what's happened in the past, (laughs) please.
1: Like the 3DS games.
0: Please don't Valkyria Chronicles, this one. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um... Let's see... um... Oh, no, I can't. Um, I can't think of any really good, um, Booby Awards to give, so mm. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Um, well, let me ask this. Mm? Uh huh. What is not the worst, the most middling game you played this year? everyone
2: most middling game i played yes, this year not the worst
1: I play a lot of games that i didn't that i thought were middling <laughs> it's gonna be tough it's like which games did i play this year um hang i have to make this tough don't you
0: yes yeah. do you have something for this no i don't i have to think about it too <laughs> yeah I'm,
2: hey, you know, um i don't know What did I, what did i actually play this year Oh, Okay, quick. What's on my all my Switch history here? Yeah,
1: my Switch history.
2: Yeah, let's see. Okay. Okay. Let's see. That one had no story, but it was fun. That one had all story, and it was fun. <laughs> and killed me a bunch. Haven't you just tried. Haven't tried. Haven't tried, tried. Haven't tried. That one also killed me a bunch, but at least I beat it. Okay, here we go. Goblin sword. Um, that sounds uh,
1: generic.
2: <laughs> it is. It is a generic little platform adventure game. That um, it was okay. It was just it wasn't. I mean, the boss that you need to beat for the to get the end of the, um, the game's ending is at the end of the second area out
1: of five. Well, did you buy all of the egg console releases? No, I, w- I
0: was looking at no. the trending thing. I have bought none. I've
2: got, a, okay, I've got right. a few of the egg console releases, but no, that wasn't one of them. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I was is. just seeing
1: them on Wheels of Stream, so I was like, wait, what? Yeah,
2: no. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, sorry. No,
1: no. Do you need to pick up egg consoles, Xanadu, and I'd, I'd, that seems important.
2: I do have, um, what was it, Sorcerian?
1: Oh, I need man. to finish that one soon. Bit of a shame that that didn't come to the, like, they've started releasing them on the English eShop, but Sorcerian's not among them. We did get Xanadu, though. That's not an easy, easy game. to well,
0: Yeah, I don't think it's much of, really I don't think much, if any,
1: of Sorcerian is in Japanese.
0: Yeah, oh, I got a good one. I
1: mean, it's a, it's a really low text game. Mm-hmm. Same with Xanadu.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's mostly just, um, like, item descriptions and quest prompts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the occasional te- um, dialogue box in the game, in the,
0: in the quest. I now have an answer. Myth Force. What is your answer? What's that? Myth Force.
1: Oh yeah, that one hurt.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it has potential to be a lot better with some some love, but it just it's got a great look and a great idea, and the execution is kind of mm-hmm. middle of the road, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Fire Miner brings up the, the games that they played this year that were the most middling are Modern Warfare 3 and Forspoken, and if playing the demo for Forspoken counts, that's definitely it, because that is just the most middle-of-the-road video game. Uh, I
0: have a copy of that I need to fire up at some point that I got. Do was, you? Yeah, it was in, in a buy one.
1: No, the, the one question guy. wasn't do you have it, the question was do you need to fire it up?
0: Yeah, WizBiz open world, yeah. I'll give it a go. I mean,
1: if if your idea of WizBiz is basically having a gun.
0: Sure. I mean, if if I fired up and I absolutely hate it, I have spent zero I can't even imagine
1: like super hating it. It's just like this is the most like nothing sort of game.
0: Alright. That's fair.
1: It's uh, it was weird, like when I was playing Fifteen, because that's the same developer, and all I could think was, like, you know what? Like, from an art direction perspective, this is a way better looking game. First, <laughs> fucking.
4: Oh, that's a that's
1: a rough one. Uh, mm-hmm. Got anything? I w-
3: yeah, I was just thinking. Um, I mean, I played a trial of. You know, The Last of Us Part 1, which is, you know, the completely unnecessary... Here is The Last of Us. ...remake, and it's like... It's fine, it's just that, okay, you didn't change anything. So it's the same exact game it was in 2013, when it first launched. So, yep. it's kind of like, you know what, I don't in want... In 2014, to- when it launched again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not spending seventy dollars on this. And even when I've seen it on sale for forty, it's like oh, I still don't want it. And the PC port, I guess, just was just god awful. So yeah, shut the bed. Just was the year of bad PC ports as well. Forspoken and is among them. And Jedi Survivor, I guess, didn't run well on there. Yeah, the Digital Foundry just put out a video about bad PC ports from this year, so you might find yep. that interesting. Yeah, um, I, I was going to watch that. Yep. But yeah, well, right now, I'm uh, sorry, Jedi, I'm just... Jedi
1: Survivor is absolutely in that video, just for the record.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's a good game, but I would have to get it on console. Oh, no, I, I've been a little preoccupied. I'm rolling Katamari, and I've just picked up a bunch of toothbrushes, uh, <laughs> and just... Uh, <laughs> did the king start talking about dental hygiene or some shit? <laughs> no, but he, um, at one point, there must have been some kind of loading screen, and he started talking about, oh, yeah, this is actually a loading screen. You know, we can talk during loading screens, don't you know? And... <laughs> I failed to get forty centimeters in six minutes, and then he like zapped me with lightning and got very upset. And That's what he does. Me the yeah, yeah. The importance of finishing things. Now go finish what you started. So I have to try again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, wild.
0: oh, I have another answer I, for this. It's not a game, but DLC. Oh no. I felt like the first half of the Pokemon Violet Scarlet DLC was kind of. Just I haven't finished area. it. I
1: need to get back to it. I hear that the second DLC is really good.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Well, with
1: the cute little turtle. I believe Maybe.
2: so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh... Let's see. Uh, to briefly hit some stuff. Uh, do, do, do we want to? Do we want to tempt fate with the most anticipated for twenty twenty four?
2: Yes. Uh, well, I, mean, I think we actually have a thing coming up on the site based on that, but I can share what I put down.
1: Yeah, I, like uh, I, I'm saying that these are individual rather than what might be in the uh, feature. But since you contributed to the feature, that's still your individual choice.
0: Okay, <laughs> rebirth.
1: I mean, yeah, that 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 one for me is the free space. Uh, what were you going to say, Gaijin?
2: Well, in my wallet right now, I already have a reservation slip for Scarlet Emerald Beyond. Mm. or no, Scar- oh, Saga, yeah. Saga,
1: Emer- Saga Emerald Beyond. Oh, yeah.
2: So, I am getting it in April. So, yay. It's
1: going to be another big year. Like, it's going to be... It is terrifying, the number of games that are coming out in January.
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. uh, Like...
0: coming out uh, like a dragon infinite wealth. Like a dragon,
1: infinite wealth. For for me, uh, for a targeted attack on me, in per, uh, in particular, the Ace Attorney Four Three Six collection. Uh, it's a bunch of like weird stuff that's all coming out on like the same day, <laughs> uh, or within like a week. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up because it's like there there's something that's just like what the fuck is happening. <laughs> um... Okay, let's... hiccup. Ah,
0: uh, no one is looking forward uh, to 100 Heroes. Of course we are.
1: Eight, eight, um, Chronicles. Of course. Yeah. I have that pre- well, not pre-ordered. I kickstarted that. Yeah, so.
0: Same, but you the question was like most anticipated, and. As much as I'm looking well, forward to that, I, I have rebirth is like a fascinating object above like everything else coming out next year.
1: I gotta, I gotta see what that's gonna look like. Yeah. I cannot. I, I did have one
2: other item written up for the the feature though.
1: Mm-hmm. Strange child or stray children. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know if that has like a firm release date in 2024, or if it's just in 2024, but I'm excited it's for that. It's in
2: 2024, and it probably will be in 2024. Yeah, I
1: believe it'll be in 2024, I just I don't know if there's like a firmer release date than
2: 2024.
1: Hmm.
3: But yeah, so. Again. so... I get zapped again Uh-oh. by the king. It's I just worried. can't get 40 centimeters in 6 minutes. I just can't do it.
1: We've got Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. we got the Ace Attorney 2nd Trilogy. We have two different fighting games, one day after one after another. Uh, Under Night Birth 2 and Tekken 8. One of those is going to sell a lot more than the other.
3: Um, well, I don't want Tekken 8, but they said Kuma is coming back, so... Sweet. Kuma never Link. leaves. The uh, uh, that? It's, it's a bear. Oh, okay. the Kuma yeah. just means bear.
0: Oh... No. <laughs> Well, that's cool.
3: That's why in Japanese Persona 4, they just call him Kuma instead of Teddy. Uh, Grand yeah. Blue Fantasy Remix. And,
2: and when, he gets a, when he gets a job at the store, everyone is, uh, everyone at the store is assuming his name is Kumada, because that's an actual Japanese surname. <laughs> but as it, it turns out, when he first wandered out of the TV and somebody asked him who he was, he said, I'm Teddy, or I'm Bear. Kumada. Mm-hmm.
1: And My, oh, that's it cute. It, the name is that's a cute, untranslatable pun. <laughs> yes. Uh let's see. So we've got uh Grand Blue Fantasy Relink uh, emerging after like seven years of development. No idea how that's gonna turn out. Uh Suicide Squad killed the Justice League and Persona 3 <laughs> reload on the same day for some reason.
0: Uh wow, that is a there's a pile of things.
1: Uh, oh, speaking of things emerging from element <laughs> hell after a decade, Skull and Bones is allegedly coming out <laughs> in February.
0: Has it had allegedly. a release date before?
1: Uh, it has had a release date before about a year ago, yes. Okay. <laughs> it, it's actually been in some form of beta, so presumably like people have... Like a closed beta, but like a beta, a closed public beta. So you know, people have actually played it now. Sounds very boring. Um, let's see, I'll oh, share on the Wanderer at the end of February, just for wheels.
0: Yeah, that's uh...
1: two days before ff seven Reaper.
0: Great, that's
1: which is a week before a Unicorn Overlord.
0: Jesus fuck. I wanted to get the nice collector's edition of that, but I think we're going to have to can that. It's just,
3: just two nice. weeks just before Dragon's much. Dogma 2. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2 I'm excited about, yeah. Which comes out the same day as Princess Peach Showtime and Rise of the Ronin. Oh. Ooh. Princess Peach Showtime, though, wow. oh, that's going to be fun.
0: This is a whole lot of yeah. shit.
3: <laughs> this is all <laughs> in the first three months. Any chance uh, of Metroid Prime 4 next year? I doubt it.
0: Nah, that's uh, going to be a Switch 2 game, come on.
3: I could see that being a uh,
1: dual release that yeah, is we'll a die. Switch 2 launch game.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, so we've got <laughs> way too much to play in the first three months. We're going to yeah. die. Um,
0: Sheeran coming out then going to be rough, but I guess that's kind of a...
1: That's a it's Switch a... game, so you can play that in your off time.
0: Well, that, and it's it's like a short play. It can be a short play session. It's a run game. Yeah. 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 But just so... the, the money is going to be hard to figure out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to have to wait on a lot of these. also this list I just realized doesn't have Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Fuck! <laughs> this is in January.
3: Hey. That looks neat from a guy who never played any Prince of Persia games.
0: I don't think it's it's a cool looking Metroidvania.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks
1: cool. I'm just kind of shocked that it's getting a physical release.
0: Sadly, Uh, I think I'm gonna have to wait on even picking up, um, like a dragon.
4: Yeah. I don't
0: think I can justify that till I finish uh, the last one.
1: Yakuza, like a dragon.
0: Yeah, this is going to be very confusing. <laughs> um,
1: uh... Like a dragon, infinite wealth. I'm, I'm, I should be done with uh, Man Who Erased His Name by then, so I will be prepared. But I'll still be, like, two games behind because I haven't gotten back to Ishin and Lost Judgment, both of which are quite good, so... Uh, I'm in the good kind of hell? We'll go with the good kind of hell. Um... Uh, yeah, uh, So yeah, it's uh, so a lot of year coming up. Tell us what we can read instead, Gaijin.
2: Oh. So, yes, so... Actually, let's see, what's the date today? 29th? Did, 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 yeah. today. So in approximately 11 days, we have the author's birthday sale for Princesses of the Pizza Parlor. Um, first episode and short stories at... No cost, free, and everything else at as, at as severe a discount as I can manage uh, for the course of one week. For anyone who wants to try it out or give it a go. Or and we we'll also promise to put this
1: up tomorrow, so you will have notice. Yes. <laughs> did
2: I
0: promise? So, yeah, so yeah, Princesses yeah, we'll of it. the yes, you Pizza did. Parlor.
1: Yes.
2: yes. Uh, princesses of the Pizza Parlor by Michael Yarimizu, Y-A-R-I-M-I-Z-U. If you enjoy tabletop games, if you enjoy playing them, if you enjoy watching other people play them, and that is an entire thing these days, go figure. This is still the older story by far. Um, and if you would enjoy just having these in a literary ebook format, uh, because that's what's going on sale, we have, again, Princesses of the Pizza Parlor for Kindle and Kindle Unlimited. It's currently 12 episodes, three side stories, and the paralogue novel. And I'm hoping to get a cover for the fourth side story sometime soon, but it may not be out by the time the sale happens. Um, so altogether, that is slightly less than the length of War and Peace for total reading material. Uh, it's um, if you if you are interested in dead tree format, it's currently or paperbacks, and as soon as I get the everything sorted out for the last side story, it's going to be five paperbacks. Ooh. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, goals for next year, among other things. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And um, so, yes. So, again, uh, feel free to wish me a happy birthday and just spend a couple dollars. Go ahead, please.
1: Support your local author.
2: Yes, support your local author because no one else does. Okay, let's go. Joe, (laughs) tell us
4: where we can catch you.
3: (laughs) All right, well, um, you can follow me on Mastodon and twitch and youtube and i just rejoined the rpgamer discord server so i may Yay. chat in there from time to time
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> so, so i may do that and um still trying to produce content for twitch and youtube splitting my time so still doing some live streams here and there and still trying to record some videos to put up on YouTube. So I'm still going to do my Holiday Buying Guide series because you figure people got gift cards, there's still some sales going on. So Mm -hmm. I did stream Street Fighter 6 the other day, and um, still just covering games that I liked that I would recommend people play. Um, Yeah, so just going to keep up with that. So usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday is when I tend to do Live streams, usually around 8 or 9 o'clock, but not always. So if I'm not live streaming, it usually means I'm recording something for YouTube instead, or doing some rendering or uh, some kind of video editing, that sort of thing. So, yeah, just uh, check that. That is twitch.tv slash and YouTube is also gamer. And there you go.
1: Yep. And you can catch the uh, RPG Gamer Twitch team. Usually, uh, in, in an ideal circumstance, we would have uh, Tam here to give a more uh, complete rundown of what you can see. But the answer is that there's uh, RPG streams for people of all RPG fl- uh, persuasions. So give that a look. There's also plenty of archives in case no one happens to be streaming at the moment. Uh, you can catch uh, Wheels and us streaming the uh, recording of this podcast at twitch.tv slash askwheels usually on Thursday nights 9pm Pacific, midnight Eastern. Uh, if uh, if you manage to catch us, you can ask us questions in the chat, like dear friend Fireminer. Uh, if not, uh, you can also ask us questions via the RPGamer Discord, the podcast section thereof. Uh, if you are not a member of that, you can join by going to the community tab of RPGamer. That'll get you an invite. It's a lovely community whether you want to ask us questions or not, but we always do appreciate them. Otherwise, uh, you can also ask us questions in the comments section under this very episode. Uh, we, we, we went question light this week because it is the end of the year and I am feeling punchy. But uh, we will be uh, question heavier in the weeks to come. But uh, for now, I think that, uh, that should be enough. So see you, Space Cowboys.
0: See you. <phone rings>